We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You realize that under the Old Covenant, the prophet, the priest, and the king could communicate with the Holy Spirit, but the average Joe layman did not have access or the Holy Spirit was not within them or upon them. In many places it does say that the prophets were filled with the Holy Ghost. David in one place says to not take your Holy Spirit from me. So there was some anointing within them of the Holy Spirit, but not to the measure that there is under the new covenant. We know that the Holy Spirit as comforter had not come. Because Jesus said, if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I go away, I will send him unto you. So under the Old Covenant and the Old Testament, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets. But in these days, in these last days, has spoken unto us by his Son, by Jesus Christ, and by the Word of God. See, Jesus was the Word of God personified. John says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. Verse 14 says, And the Word, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, I think this is a very important thing that we see is the fact that Jesus was God's Word personified. He was the personality of God manifest in a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. So in these days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. Jesus is the heir of all things. And not only that, we enter into a relationship with Christ, then we are heir of all things. You remember in Galatians, it says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Well, it's very evident that Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Then as you go further into the book of Galatians, it says in verse 29, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now that's the promise that God made to Abraham. Now God promised that Abraham would be heir of the world. And being heir of the world, we enter into that same promise And this is what he's referring to here when it says that Jesus was heir of the world and we are Christ, then we are Abraham's seed and we are joint heirs with Christ. It's time we understood that. Now, in verse 3, he says, Who being the brightness, speaking of Jesus, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, Notice he said he upholds all things by the word of his power. Let's go over to the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Here in Hebrews 11:1, 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, the point I want to bear out here is the word substance. The word substance is the very same Greek word that's translated... Right here in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, person. It's translated person. When it says, who being the brightness of his glory, talking about God's glory, 
and the express image of his person. Jesus was the expressed image of God's person or personality. He was God manifest in the flesh, all right. He came to the earth with the body of a man. He looked like a man. He walked like a man. He talked like a man. For 30 years, he lived like a man, only without sin, no sin in him. But he was God manifest in the flesh. But until God anointed him, you did not see him act as God would act. So it was the anointing that brought him the ability to heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out demons because he took on him the form of a servant. He was first of all a man. He was the Son of God. He was God manifest in the flesh, but he stripped himself of his divine Godhead powers when he came to the earth. And he lived as a man for 30 years. And then God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. That was perfectly legal through God's word for him to do that because God had given authority of the earth to man. And Jesus, first of all, became a man. Now, certainly he was deity. He was God manifest in the flesh, but he came here not in his divine Godhead powers, although he was divine. Now, the reason I'm saying so much about this, I don't want you to misunderstand it. Jesus was the divine Son of God. He was God manifest in the flesh, but he came in a physical flesh, blood, and bone body so he could fulfill the old covenant as a man and walk upright under the old covenant as a man. Then it made it legal for God to anoint him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. Then he began to destroy, undo, dissolve the works the devil had done. And thank God he did it very well. Well, that's a little beside the point, but it'll help you hone down the road here. Now, the point I was on was the fact that in the third verse, being the brightness of his glory, the expressed image of his person. The word person there is the same Greek word that's translated substance here in Hebrews 11.1. So we could say of Hebrews chapter 11, we could read it this way. Now, faith is a person of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In other words, it stands in the place of until it is manifest. It is the person or personality of things hoped for. It stands in the place of it until it is manifest. Then again, if we bring this word back over here and use the word used in the 11th chapter of Hebrews in the first chapter, then we read it this way. Being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his substance. Now, that gives you a more accurate understanding, I believe, of what the writer is saying here, what God's trying to get over to us, that Jesus was an exact expression of God's substance. He was the exact expression of what God is. God was manifest in the flesh. His personality was manifest in Jesus when he began to destroy the works of the devil, destroy those things that shows you what God is like. Now, if you're not careful by studying the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, many people get the wrong idea about God altogether. They get the wrong image of God. So here God is trying to give us an image of himself, trying to show us what God is like under the New Covenant. Now, see, it makes a difference when you come out from under the Old Covenant and come under the New Covenant. If the old covenant had been better, we'd still been under the old covenant. God wouldn't have changed it. But the Bible says, the book of Hebrews here, and we'll find it later on, says that because God found fault with the old covenant, he gave the new covenant. 
and the new covenant is better. It's established on better promises. So who being, he said, who, uh, speaking of Jesus, being the brightness of God's glory, the expressed image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Now notice in this verse, he says he upholdeth all things, how many things? All things by the word of his power. Now, if you're not careful there, you'll do like I did one time. I was just kind of transliterating it and just changed it around the way I wanted it to be. And I'd say, well, he upholds all things by the power of his word. Well, that's not what the scripture said. The scriptures say that he upholds all things by the word of his power. Now, someone would say, well, you know, it's the same thing, but it's not. Now, now listen very closely to this. He said he upholds all things by the word of his power. In other words, God's word upholds and establishes all things. The universe is established by the word of God. When God said, let there be light, then he established it. It was the creative power that flowed out of his mouth. And light started traveling at the speed of 286,200 and some odd miles per second. And you know it hadn't slowed down any. It's still going just that fast. So he upholds that by the power of his word. That's just how fast light travels. I don't know why it travels that fast. (laughs) You'll have to ask God about that. But I know that science tells us that's how fast it travels. That is still held in obedience by what God said. The laws of gravity, the laws that govern this universe, they're held in obedience by God's Word. Now, see if we said, well, now, He upholds all things by the power of His Word. Well, then we could say, well, there was some power, there was enough power in God's Word to uphold all things. But there may not be enough power in God's Word to do everything. But when He says He upholds all things by the Word of His power, He is giving you the secret to where God's power is. God's power is in His Word. Now, see, I can hold this New Testament by the power of my hand or by the power of my arm. Or I hold it here by the power of these two fingers. Well, you could say, well, there's enough power in His fingers to hold that new covenant. But that's not all the power that I have. You see, I have power in my arms, I have power in my legs, I have power in my jaws, and uh, there's a lot more power. So if he said he upholds all things by the power of his word, then you can say, well, there's enough power in his word to do that. But when he said he upholds all things by the word of his power, he is saying that's where his power is, is in the word of God. And I think that we've not yet truly understood what he's saying there, because we see it Throughout the scriptures, it's a line of truth that stretches throughout the Bible. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. And I want to remind you that of all this week, we have CD offer number 7209. It's two CDs entitled Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. Now, the missing links in the faith connection is a teaching that everyone needs to hear because there are certain things that if you don't recognize the difference in believing in faith, then you may be missing it in one of the missing links. 
someone said, well, you know, I know that God will do that for me because he did it for brother so-and-so. Well, now, wait a minute. Do you know what brother so-and-so knew? Do you believe like he believed? Were you confessing the word the way he confessed the word of God with his own mouth? That's the way faith cometh. Faith that God's word comes by hearing the word of God. So then you see, if you're basing what you believe on anything else other than the word of God, that may just be high expectation based on wrong information. I remember one time a lady said to a minister friend of mine, said, you know, I'm the most spiritual person in the church. But she said, I don't know why. I never get healed. I have to end up going to the doctor and have an operation. Well, in the first place, she told us why. Because she was expecting to get healed because she thought she was the most spiritual one in the church. In other words, didn't have a thing to do with the grace of God or faith. What she believed was based on wrong information. She wasn't coming for mercy and grace. She's coming by her merit. That's offer number 7209, Missing Links in the Faith Connection. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. A toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.